Welcome to episode 415. Some gurus have made a career out of saying really interesting things. And um, one of those interesting things, especially as it relates to uh, sales and marketing in general, is when people say things like uh, so-and-so is old, so-and-so is irrelevant. Um, this thing, this principle is old and irrelevant. And so it's not going to work anymore. So we only have to focus on what is modern. Um, what is modern and what is new because that's the only thing that is relevant today and that's the only thing that works and so that's one of my pet peeves whenever i see um supposed um what should we call them um influencers business commentators uh professionals especially in the sales and marketing space when they talk about um uh, when they talk about uh different aspects of the persuasive arts um, being old, outdated, um, irrelevant, and no longer effective. So I would like to use a test case scenario to show you that that isn't always the case. In fact, I will argue that categorically it is not the case because the uh, fundamental nature of human beings remains the same no matter what um, you know social milieu that we happen to be in, uh, no matter the technological advancements that come and go. Um, so long as human beings remain fundamentally the same, there's not going to be any change. So I'm going to use um, advertising to examine this claim that some things are old, ineffective, um, irrelevant, and then only the new and the modern is the um, way to go. So looking at advertising, um, well, like I said, starting off in a general sense, is it true that when it comes to business, there's an outdated art on a dated principle of XYZ? You fill in the blank. Is there an outdated um, art of advertising, um, marketing, um, business communications, whatever it is that you want to, um, whatever it is that we want to examine? Uh, but I'm going to be using advertising, like I said, as a case study, so that we can look at this thing in a little um, bit of depth. So, um, advertising. Now. I'm going to start off by making the statement that there's no such thing as modern principles of advertising because there are people out there who say um, advertising is dead or the old principles of advertising, um, we should do away with the old principles of advertising and we now have to go with the modern principles of advertising. And uh, there's no such thing as modern advertising principles because what you have is you might have new practices and tactics but the old principles still apply. So a lot of people in the industry fail to draw a distinction between what a principle is and what a practice and a tactics is. So the principle um, is the, um, how do I put it, the operating rule. How it is applied according to different contexts are the practices and tactics. Let's use um, greeting, for instance. So it's a principle in sales practice that... Uh, you should use an appropriate greeting when you are with your prospect. So that is the principle. That principle will remain now and always. However, what the actual greeting is going to be will change according to the context. That's the reason why in the Nigerian context, for instance, the appropriate greeting, depending on who you're talking to, might be, good morning, sir, or good morning, ma. It might be, hey, bro, what's up, how you been? It could be, hey, Kami, long time. How have you been? Um, it could be me. any number of things. So let's not mistake uh, the fact that the actual greeting in itself changes from time to time and according from one generation to another. But the principle in this case stands true, that when you're dealing with a prospect, 
you should start off with an appropriate greeting. And the underlying um, idea behind that principle is people like to be um, acknowledged at the beginning of a transaction, and so you should do that. So that's uh, one sales example. Now, back to advertising. So the, um, the principles of good advertising uh, will always be valid, and they remain valid. Now, the challenge is for modern business people to creatively adapt these principles to changing times and circumstances. So the internet didn't come and change any principle of advertising, but rather we just found new grounds and new circumstances for applying these old principles, or as one uh, commentator said, ancient principles. So let me just call them ancient principles. So the ancient principles still apply. We just find new ways of applying them. For instance, um, targeting. Modern business people, modern um, advertising gurus, you know, Instagram and Facebook people, uh, Google advertisement people, um, uh, digital marketing people, basically. They talk about uh, targeting as if it's a modern um, invention. So they talk about uh, targeting as a new principle that is derived from digital marketing, online marketing, performance marketing, direct response marketing, whatever it is that we want to call it. So they think that uh, this is a new principle that didn't um, apply before. And um, it's a new principle that we should apply to everyday situations and uh, businesses. Um, so the idea behind targeting is once you craft your um, message and you put it in the medium, so uh, you've come up with a message, you've decided that you're going to do it through an Instagram reel, you have to make sure that you target it to the right audience. You have to make sure that it's getting to the right people. Uh, for some reason, some people think that this is something uh, that is a modern um, invention. Um, now, if you've done any bit of uh, studying on the matter, you'll find that uh, these people, modern um uh, Instagram pros, modern uh, Google, uh, LinkedIn advertising, um, digital marketing people, they didn't invent this concept because it has actually been a core principle that advertising should always be targeted and should always be relevant. And I'm sure you guys have already suspected that since um, some of the things that we talk about over here on the podcast when we're talking about reaching out to prospects is that your messaging has to be relevant and it has to be um, targeted. And so if people in the sales space have been talking about this for a very long time, um, you know, at the very least 50 years, I'm not a professor when it comes to these sorts of things. So my knowledge is uh, quite uh, limited, although I've come across some business materials that is sales related from about the 30s up until uh, now. So you could say we have a good uh, 50, 80 um, years of uh, people already saying these sorts of things. So uh, quite clearly, it's not something that the modern um, digital uh, practitioner has invented. And so the principle of targeting and relevancy has always been there. In fact, um, I was uh, surprised to find uh, this whole thing about targeting and relevancy being espoused by uh, one of my mom's um, old books. Uh, if you remember, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that my mom is a retired public relations uh, professional. So um, the academic background was in PR, but eventually um, she uh, a lot of her career sp uh, spanned um, marketing and um, advertising. So you could say she was a communications professional. So fooling around with her academic texts from the 60s through to the 80s, I was surprised to find um, these things uh, um, enshrined in academic texts, basically. So, you know, academia talking about these sorts of things. So, um, yeah, so that's it. Targeting and relevancy in advertising has always been a core guiding light of advertising. Before you send out a message, you want to make sure that you are aiming at the right people and that it's relevant uh, to them. 
So, um, why do we assume that uh, business people of yesteryears were okay with making irrelevant ads and poorly targeted ads? Now, this is the problem. The problem is that in the 50s to the 80s to the 90s, all that they had was demographic information. And so that was the best thing that they could do, which was demographic targeting. Let's bring that to the Nigerian space. So basically what that meant was if you had certain goods, consumer goods, notably, and you wanted to reach all of Nigeria, there used to be this popular uh, show. Uh, I think it was Sonny Olize, I think. I think it was Sonny Olize. I can't remember the name anyway. Um, the tagline used to be Sunday, Sunday Tonic or something like that. I was a little kid, and so I know that lots of adults found it entertaining and um, informative, but I didn't bother. Like I said, I was a kid, so why can I be bothered what was going on on NTA? So uh, I know that um, people in the uh, fast-moving consumer goods space, you know, people trying to roll out new noodles or new um, detergents or stuff like that, they would advertise on Sony um, Olize show on that uh, Sunday, Sunday um, tonic. Now, the reason why they did that is because, not because they didn't know that it should be targeted and it should be relevant, but it's just that all that they had then was demographic in, um, information. And demographic information basically is, uh, you know, age bracket, uh, neighborhoods, uh, occupation, sex, male or female, um, TV, radio stations, specific magazines, trade publications. Those were the only avenues that were available. So in that case, if you wanted to hit, if you wanted to do a uh, national rollout, the assumption was that the um, that the relevant uh, group, mummies and daddies, would be watching Sonny Olize at nine o'clock on uh, Sunday, and so therefore, if we're going to roll out a new toothpaste, it would make sense to advertise on this channel. So demographic information was all they had, and that is why uh, they had to make do with what they had at the time. So it's not because they didn't know that advertising should be targeted or relevant. It's just that in those days, how could you gauge relevancy? It's not like you, uh, well, at least in Nigeria anyway, it's not like there was a telephone in every home and then you could launch uh, telephone campaigns where you call, call people and find out what their opinions are and stuff like that. And um, at least in Abuja anyway, there was only one station. That was NTA. In Lagos, I think there were two stations. There was uh, NTA 2 Channel 5 was a much more cosmopolitan version of the NTA. And then you had the NTA, the, the national network. And I think in some places like, uh, I think in Oshun, they also had two stations. But um, I'm sure you guys catch the drift. It's not like now that you have DSTV and on DSTV you have 20 uh, channels. And then even if you remove DSTV uh, from the case, uh, uh, from the scene, you still have multiple local channels. So for those of you based in Lagos, for instance, you guys would have um, channels TV, um, AIT, uh, TVC, uh, Clapperboard, Silverbird, uh, what else? And I'm sure that there are going to be some uh, new uh, stations as I stopped watching TV because I stopped watching regular TV back when I was in, I think, secondary school. Well, before I hit university anyway, because after that, cable was a big thing. So there was no need to um, watch uh, AIT and Clapperboard and Silverbird for all the latest movies coming out of um, Hollywood. So now we have multiplicity of channels and that is what makes it easy to um, target people with um, our advertising. So uh, back then, all they had was demographic 
information, and so that's the best that they could do, demographic uh, targeting. But today, because of the prevalence of the internet and the different ways through which people consume information, we now have the ability to get psychographic information. Now, psychographic information is information basically about what people think and what they like. So now we can target and refine to people's particular tastes. So that's why in the Nigerian space, for instance, let's take it back to uh, politics. People who had advertising messages targeted at Atiku lovers in the last um, campaign Sorry, not lovers, let me say supporters. <clears throat> so Atiku supporters in the last campaign were able to target them specifically because you had that information to see that this person has been interacting in this Atiku support group and that Atiku support group and the person has either liked this or disliked that to show that he has a particular affinity um, for um, Atiku. And it was the same thing on the Buhari side. So people could advertise uh, for Atiku or for Buhari because they had psychographic information. You can see that this person has liked this particular thing or disliked this particular thing and you have a sense of what this person is interested in what the person is motivated by what they love things like that and now we can target um to these sorts of things so now we're not limited to age sex location occupation stuff like that we can target people's particular interests so for those um people like me who are sales and business consultants um, because of the stuff that you like on Instagram, they know that you're either interested in sales, business development, or personal development, and so they can target um, you specifically um, with the advertising that they have. So because of the uh, internet, basically, and the different ways that we have to consume information, we now have psychographic information. And that is the reason why um, advertising these days is much, 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 much more targeted. So people who are interested in um what's that thing called knitting crocheting and things like that they have the ability to see that my wife interacts with all those things and they send crochet advertisements crochet products crochet classes her way but i don't get to see none of that because i do not interact with that um you guys know that i am an adult um chess enthusiast and chess learner and so i get to see um, chess stuff and my wife doesn't get to see chess stuff uh, my wife gets all the crochet advertisements and stuff like that. I don't get to see all those um, uh, all those things because the advertisers, the algorithm, everybody else there who is trying to get my attention, they now know that this dude does not like crocheting and he does not like uh, fish soup and he doesn't like hanging out and what else? He doesn't like buying children's pajamas. So all the advertisements for fish joints go to my wife because that's a sort of thing. She likes uh, fish. I don't like fish. So she gets to see all the fish advertisements. She gets to see all the advertisements for uh, um, children's pajamas because I don't buy the pajamas. Um, she does. She also gets to see the advertisements for crocheting because they know that she's interested in all that. And uh, in return, she doesn't get to see all the advertisements and the promotions around chess-related things because that's what I am interested um, in. So, uh, yeah, so in the old days... Um, you had demographic avenues but now you can target people on Instagram or Google or um, wherever because you have the psychographic um, information so uh, the principle of targeted advertising is not a modern principle it's an ancient principle it's just that we have found uh, modern avenues to apply these ancient principles 
as some people like to say so facebook google digital marketing people uh what else linkedin advertising practitioners you guys did not invent this idea of targeted advertising it's been there for a very long time it's just that you are able to execute it to a finer degree and to a much more accurate degree because we have modern um, technology now so the application of targeting and relevancy has been expanded uh, over time and when we move into the metaverse and uh what else uh what's his name is it virtual reality yeah vr so uh, metaverse vr blah 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 will have even much more um, opportunities for uh, targeting so back to what i said in the beginning so long as humans remain fundamentally the same there's no reason to expect that good business principles will change over time when humans change and the principles of advertising will change and that's the reason why i was confident i could say confidently during the um what's it called the early part of the lockdown that you know nothing has changed everything is still the same with the restrictions now being lifted it's clear that people still want to go back to stores because human beings are fundamentally the same there's still that social element when it comes to shopping and all that uh so yes now people who don't want to go out know that um uh what's it called amazon uh jumia alibaba blah 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 all those things are viable alternatives so you don't have to go out but a large number of people um return to the store and you know people are talking about uh these changes that were going to last forever and the game has changed and you know the game hasn't changed human beings remain fundamentally the same so so long as we remain fundamentally the same it doesn't matter whether it's advertising or sales or marketing or shopping behavior or buying behavior or whatever it is there's not going to be any new anything learn the old principles and apply them to the situation today tomorrow and the day after tomorrow now another thing let's stop talking about the 60s the 70s the 80s as if um they are um they are ancient and let's get rid of this idea that whatever it is that is old is irrelevant and no longer um, effective especially since you guys know that times are going to change and one day our <clears throat> great grandkids will be or no not great grandkids more like great 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 grandkids will be running around in the year uh the three thousands you know three thousand fifteen or whatever and uh when that time comes you're going to be surprised about the kind of things that they will say about how we lived our life today and our business uh practices today so how does all this relate to uh, those of us in the um events and the wedding space let's stop saying that, that things have changed because and because of that selling is much uh, more difficult or we don't have to rack our head looking for new principles the old principles still apply so if you have a younger sister who studied uh, marketing communications in um, university or whatever or you have a brother who studied biz admin in university it's fine you can pick his textbooks you can read and you're going to find information there that can help you in running your wedding planning business or your wedding photography businesses or whatever so take the old principles apply them to today's um, circumstances so don't say uh, this is another thing I don't like people say. We'll say that there are too many things struggling for people's time and attention. So because of that, the brides and the grooms don't want to talk to us because there are too many things out there. See, the thing is, well, there's a certain element of truth there. But the thing is, customers have always made time for conversations that are relevant and valuable um, to them. So that's a sales principle. So make an effort to be valuable and relevant. So if brides and grooms are not paying attention to you or whatever business it is that you're involved in, the problem is that what you're saying is not valuable and um, it's not relevant to them and so of course they're going to move along so the problem is not is not that now there's a multiplicity of content um because in the old days if you were faffing about and wasting somebody's time maybe the person would have been much more polite about how they um handle that interaction so now people don't mind just um walking away um 
you know, you approach somebody in, um, and I do that too, you know, I'm trying to be out with my family and you're approaching me trying to talk about uh, holiday packages or stuff like that. Um, yeah, I have no problem just turning my back and walking away. So the thing is, maybe in the old days, uh, folks like um, our fathers and mothers and maybe grandparents would have been much uh, turned you down um, much more uh, politely. So, uh, yeah, so that's just another example. Then this whole thing of saying that customers don't know what they want. And so uh, because of that, and when you show them everything and then leave it up to them to make their mind, you know, that's also a myth. There has been no, this whole thing of uh, customers of um, yesteryears were much more decisive and now were much more fickle. You know, that's that's uh, not the case. Customers have always been hesitant to act if you have information overload and when the subject matter seems complex. So that's the sales principle. If it's a complex matter, people will be hesitant to act. Uh, sorry, to act. And if there's information overload, people will also be hesitant to act. So the solution is to simplify the information. Don't use complex jargon. Uh, like I've seen a wedding planner talking about uh, project management. So yes, I know there's an element of project management to what it is that you do. But to the bride and the groom, project management means... I mean, who knows what project management uh, means to them. If they are in that sort of field, in the project management field, then maybe they might understand. But going talking about project management or photographers, for instance, talking about apertures and f-stop and uh, the uh, latest camera that you have, like uh, 4K. In fact, at this wedding, um, last wedding expo that we did, the new guy who was on the team, who was trying to wow one of the brides and he was talking about um, 4K video, blah, 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 blah. And the bride was like, eh, sign me up. Let me put down my... Let me put down my uh, contact details and everything. So I and I had to slow down the conversation because I could see that the guy was talking about 4K, meaning uh, video resolution. It's a technical term. Um, 4K is a technical term. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of video resolution. Uh, I don't understand the details anyway, so I won't go into the details. But this bride, what she heard was 4K, and she was thinking 4,000 Naira, which was the reason why she said, sign me up. Because if you can have um, your wedding video shot for 4,000 naira or any aspect of the wedding ceremony sound, um, done for 4,000 naira, especially since you've seen some video samples right here, I mean, who isn't going to take up that um, sort of deal? So that's an example. We're running around sometimes using all these technical jargon that mean absolutely nothing to our, our brides and grooms or they mean something completely uh, different. So the solution is to become good at uh, presenting value, figuring out what is valuable to the client, and then boiling things down to the most essential. Also to stop uh, with this whole thing of putting too many options in front of the brides and grooms. So instead of uh, showing seven or eight packages, because I still see people who do that, you have 10 packages, just show uh, two or three. You don't have to call it gold package, silver package, uh, platinum package, or whatever, but two or three is fine. Two or three is easy to wrap your head around. You can have focused conversations around that. Seven or eight, that's um, quite a lot. So there are much more examples about this uh, this sort of thinking that, oh, customers in, past, in the past were like this. Now they have changed. Now they're like that. And if we want to have a full treatise of them, we'd have to take it on um, a case-by-case -case basis. And, of course, it would take um, forever. But the final word, basically, is um, human beings fundamentally haven't changed. So when it comes to the persuasive arts, sales, marketing, advertising, business communications, uh, what else? Marketing communications, um, you know, all these kinds of stuff. Nothing has changed. Learn the old principles and you'll be fine. Now, even if you want to say that there have been changes in the selling um, environment, I think this is the right way to look at it. 
um, it's not so much that these changes have made selling difficult, but I think some changes have made selling a lot easier. For those of us in the wedding and the event space, how would we have attracted brides in the old days without social media? Because without social media, you have no wedding expo. Because how can you run advertisements on a uh, national spread, on a state spread, and be confident that it's going to attract enough brides? I mean, this kind of thing is only possible because we have um, social media. We can, target, we can target the advertising, and then people are going to be able to easily um, like, retweet, reshare, uh, repin, repost, you know, re-whatever. So wedding expos uh, are possible today precisely because we have the internet precisely because of the changes so without the internet and all these changes that we have now social media and stuff there are possible brides that we wouldn't have had uh, wouldn't have been able to meet in the past and they wouldn't have multiple avenues for reaching us now so think about uh being a bride maybe 15 years ago and you were trying to plan um, your wedding you basically be limited to um personal contacts who did your sister use who did your sister's friends use who did your cousin use but now you can google uh wedding planners in abuja you can go on instagram run a similar search and um you know we now have uh, the brides now have multiple avenues um to reach us so instead of seeing how the changes have been bad for us why not look at the flip side and see how the changes have been good because for those of us in the wedding and the event space we don't have to spend thousands of naira rather hundreds of thousands of naira to get involved um, in the industry uh, anymore. So stop looking for changes and see how they've been bad. Look for changes, see how they've been good, and uh, try to explore the um, silver lining. But um, the summary of all my faffing about basically today has just been that. Let's stop saying that uh, things have changed. Today is different. Human beings remain fundamentally the same. Whatever business principles... Uh, uh, business principles, business um, rules, business guidelines, whatever it is you learned in the past, it still applies today. Just look for how it uniquely applies in the uh, modern context. So that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening to today's recording. I'll catch you guys at the next one.